We start on a wide shot of a sprawling mountain range. Oh. Sitting at the foot is a forest made entirely of obsidian stone. Try to figure that one out. You see on the side of one of the mountains an altar made of glistening black rock. If you've listened to any of your other episodes, it probably fills you with a sense of unease, as well it should. Hello and welcome to You Are Not Alone. Psych, this is a Refugees of Esmeralda takeover, but I'm still Blaine, your host and RPG-loving friend. Before we talk about this takeover, some housekeeping bits. You can find me on Twitter at EsmeraldaPod, and email me at Blaine at YouAreNotAlonePod.com. If you're interested in being a guest on You Are Not Alone, have a game you'd like to recommend, or just want to say hi, please reach out, I'd love to hear from you. If you want to support the podcast, the best thing you can do is get a friend to listen. If you know someone who likes scary stories, please recommend us. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Even if you use another podcatcher, if you have an iTunes account, a review really helps other people find us. Finally, I have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Blaine C. Martin, all one word. Even a dollar a month helps immensely with the hosting costs, equipment fees, and all the costs that come with running a podcast. You'll be able to access games, stories, and very soon, reviews of role-playing games. So, many of you know, before You Are Not Alone launched, I wrapped up Season 1 of another podcast, Refugees of Esmeralda. Refugees of Esmeralda is a world-building actual play podcast where we use a variety of role-playing games to build a world together. My plan was to do a season of Refugees, then a season of You Are Not Alone, so on and so forth. I was figuring each season would be about six months or so. The more I thought about that, the more I realized that six months off for either podcast was too long. Some of you are fans of both podcasts and would get year-round content, but listeners who are only listening to one would spend six months without content, and that is far too long. I could try to do shorter seasons, but I think the scheduling and execution of that would be too much. Right now, I only have time for one actual play podcast at a time. As many of you know, I'm getting into the world of game design and have a backlog of games I want to write. Plus, Ben from Pod of Love and I run a weekly gaming meetup and are working on starting a games-based after-school program through our church. I'm also starting a website called Artifacts of Play that seeks to provide direction to a wide variety of content on RPG design. With all of that, and a day job, two simultaneous actual play podcasts, it's it's impossible. I'm reminded of a quote from Ron Swanson, my spirit animal. Don't half-ass two things when you can full-ass one thing. All of this is to say that I think it is better for the work to focus on one podcast for the time being, and revisit the other when time permits. As much as I love what we did with Refugees of Esmeralda, I think that right now I find You Are Not Alone to be more fulfilling, and I think that the stories my guests are helping to craft are too interesting not to continue to explore them. So Refugees of Esmeralda is going on hiatus. I hope to revisit it in the future, but for now, 
You Are Not Alone is going to be my solo podcast focus. So now, about this takeover. As a farewell, for the time being at least, to Refugees of Esmeralda, I'm going to release the live episode we did at the Everything is Awesome Headstrong Comedy Festival. This was recorded at Thirsty Dice in Philadelphia about six months ago. We played Mission Accomplished by friend of the show Jeff Stormer. Joining me at the live show was Chris Zumsky, Joshua Wise, Haley Sharp, and Ben Wallace. Really hope you enjoyed this show. It was so much fun to plan and to record. We'll be back to one-on-one horror next week. So without further ado, here we go. Hello and welcome to Refugees of Esmeralda, a world-building actual play podcast. I am Blaine, your host, GM, and RPG-loving friend. Refugees of Esmeralda is a podcast... Thanks for, uh, thanks for laughing at me, Josh. You're welcome. Refugees of Esmeralda is a podcast where we use role-playing games to build a fantasy world together and explore it. Today we are going to be playing Philadelphia's own Jeff Stormer's Mission Accomplished. Mission Accomplished is normally a game of super spies and office meetings. We've uh, tweaked it a little bit to be about thieves' guilds and office meetings. So I have, a, I have an immediate question, Blaine. Go ahead. Uh, is this, when we say this is a world-building podcast, are we asterisking the mission accomplished refugees of Esmeralda? Is this a pocket universe or is this a... Is oh no, this, this is... This, this is, is canon. Just so everyone knows, Cenobites exist in our world now because that got introduced in the last okay. version of Mission Accomplished. We played... Okay, great. So, our, uh, our scoundrels have, uh, have gone on a mission. Last we left them, they had angered the spider god, and their thieves' guild was filled with spiders. And now they are going on a mission to steal the chalice of Grand Curate MacGuffin I, which is rumored to have the power to banish spiders. Uh, We are going to start by introducing our scoundrels, and then we'll go into a little bit about what the game is about. So, starting with this dapper gentleman to my left. Why, hello. My name is Hans. Hans, codename Wanderer Lederhosen, also known as Wandering Hans. I'm a specialist in... Not Wandering Hans? Wandering Hans, yes. (laughs) I'm trying to work on my... (laughs) Esmeraldan accent, so that's why you might sound weird at times. It's not that I'm not good at German, or fake German, or whatever this is. But basically I'm working on my Esmeraldan accent. I'm a con man with a calling card of the fool. So I have this weird obsession with the arcane, a specific school. I'll go into that later, maybe. Excellent, thank you very much. Chris Haley, tell us about your scoundrel. My scoundrel is Jacqueline Powers, and I don't have a, another nickname, which I realize I'm like the only one who doesn't have a nickname. Jacqueline Powers doesn't need a nickname. Maybe it'll maybe it'll develop. Maybe we'll fold into it. But what if I'm, your nickname was Powers? Just Jacqueline Powers Powers. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that. I'm Jacqueline <laughs> Powers Powers, and I'm the safety expert. Uh, my calling card is a matchstick, and in my free time, I like to truffle hunt. <laughs> How's the truffle hunting going for you? It's it's not peak season, but we're we're, we're working up to it. Is that, is that a euphemism? Maybe. Okay. No, it's quite literal. I'm eating some of the truffles she brought in. She handed them out in mason jars earlier. We, we, have, a, we have an addition. Oh, oh, Ben has arrived. Welcome, Ben. Joshua, why don't you tell us about your scoundrel while Ben gets situated? All right. My scoundrel's name is Silas Flowers Quimbley Moritz. Um, I'm a journeyman technician of the Life Abolishment Arts. 
Um, my calling card is a pair of recently extracted lungs hung from some sort of light fixture. And my fun fact is I'm philosophically a pacifist. Interesting. I, I'm so excited to dive <laughs> more into that uh, during our debriefing to figure Indeed. out what that looks like. Um, hello. Oh, it looks like he came back from the bathroom when everybody was supposed to be here at 12 sharp for the meeting. I don't know what you mean. I've been here the whole time. Father Ben, why don't you... Uh, oh, I have, uh, I have a sheet for, for you. Stall for another second, please. <laughs> Why is this it my is job? My, this is my stalling voice. Oh, this well, he's is leaving. He's not going to go stall. He's actually leaving. so fed up that he's leaving he's the like, podcast. I'm done. I already give up. Wait, hold on. You're stalling? That's not the real... That's a real person. Quick, Josh. Yeah. What, do, do you need me to play off of your All bad right. joke? Is that what's happening? <laughs> well, I no longer respond, need you to stall. I'm just going to sit here. I'm like, it's it's convenient. I'm not stalling for you. A magical paper fairy brought me a paper. Sometimes silence is golden. Isn't that like the intro to many movies? Yes. Uh, this is Hi a friends. podcast where we're Part talking. Part of our podcast could be just... Silence? Sh- just sh- Yeah. No. Great. <laughs> All right, what am I supposed to be doing, Blaine? Father Ben. Yes, hi. Tell introduce, us about your character. Oh, yeah, my character? Introduce your character. Yes, I, uh, I'm uh, Trent Trickster Knuckles, and uh, my specialty is lock picking, and... Uh, my calling card, my favorite calling card is I leave a skeleton key wherever I go. And uh, it's, a, it's a sort of puzzle. I'm hoping that someone maybe will figure it out one day and uh, come and find a special surprise, if you know what I mean. You don't know no. what I mean because you haven't figured out my puzzle, but Correct. you might. So, so is the puzzle try. what door to open with the skeleton key? Because the, the skeleton That's key part should, of the, should open. I think it might be some sort of weird key party thing. Part of the, well, you know, could whatever. be. you got to figure it out. Your family name is Knuckles? Yep, that's my last right. name. I was born in a knuckle great line of Knuckles. Uh-huh. There was uh Shades Knuckles, that was my that was my dad. And uh, there was um Alexander Knuckles, what my your grandfather. Mom's name? My mom's it's, name. My what? mom's name is Laura Knuckles. <laughs> well, yeah, this has gone completely off the rails yeah, within the know. first eight it's minutes. In the county of Sonic? Yes, yeah. Right near the Hedgehog Hill? Yeah, his cousin's last name is Tails. Officially part of the Esmeralda lore now. The, We've introduced um, Esmeralda. What's your fun Sonic. fact? Oh, yeah. Fun fact about me, Trent Trickster Knuckles. I got an extra toe on my left foot. So, fascinating. Fun, fun fact. Okay. That sounds useful. So, uh, this ragtag group of ne'er-do-wells went on a mission to the Temple of Helia in the city of Esmeralda to steal the chalice of Grand Curate MacGuffin I, and they succeeded. Mission accomplished. Congratulations. However, however, some things went wrong. Wonderful. Among those things, someone sat on the Grand Curate's throne, and now everyone in the Thieves' Guild has a rash. (laughs) While stealing the grand sin of the current Grand Curate, they also discovered the greatest sin of mission control. I'm mission control, and I'm not terribly happy about that. Someone, while on the pinnacle sounding the horn of the Thieves' Guild, told Helia, you think you're so high and mighty, why don't you just bugger off, you great shiny spheroid tart? Uh Uh-oh. At which point, uh, I wonder who wrote that one. (laughs) Uh, At which point, Helia buggered off and left Esmeralda on its own. Additionally... Stand the janitor, who you were supposed to befriend, is dead. Uh, so that's not great. 
And let me double check on this gentleman's name because I created it, but I have forgotten it. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Uh, and the worst of us. While stealing the cod piece of Sir Broderick the Svelte, a trap was set off that summoned forth a large number of robotic suits of armor that are now rampaging across the city of Esmeralda. So, uh, so those those aren't great. <laughs> None of those really are good things for us. Uh huh. So we're gonna sit down on this lovely Sunday afternoon. Good. And figure out uh, what the heck happened here, because some things went wrong. So I am going to have you, while I explain to our lovely uh, watchers and eventually listeners the game, <laughs> uh, have you guys write your field reports. So you have two index cards and a pen. What you are going to do is you're going to write a report for the person to your left and the person to your right. One of those reports, either one, can be something good that they did to help us accomplish our mission. The other one has to be something that they did to hinder the mission. So is Chris um, the person to my left? Yes. Okay. Hey, it's Kevin. Right. So Kev? Hey, Kev. Can we get a round of applause for Kevin? Our real host quick? Organized he set, he set this whole thing up and has raised a ton of money for Headstrong. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Good seeing you, buddy. Good seeing you, bud. Uh, Good luck, guys. Thank uh, you. Uh, it's, and speaking of venues, I want to throw a great shout out to Thirsty Dice. Oh, yeah. 17th yes. and Paramount. Thank you. Thanks, thank you so much Dice. to Thirsty Dice for hosting this. You can pass it down. Well, the beer's uh, cold, the hot dogs do are little, warm, and the games are... Good. I don't have a beer, feel. but if anyone wants to solve that problem, feel free. Just <laughs> I think Ben wants a there. beer. I do. I could use one. Yep. I could use a beer. You want the other half of mine? Nah, that's cool, buddy. I, I appreciate that offer. I only lifted a little. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> we've, shared, we've shared I'm alcohol lying. before. I we don't a lot. Today. So, field reports. Field reports. Field report. One to your left, one to your right. One positive thing, one negative thing. The negative thing, uh, the easiest way to go about it is to throw someone under the bus for one of the complications, but you can certainly make up something entirely on your own. That's something terrible that the person did. So while y'all work on that, I'm going to take a moment or two to talk about Mission Accomplished. Mission Accomplished is a story game influenced by games like Fiasco and Paranoia. We play a group of people sitting down to an office meeting to suss out the details of a mission that we just accomplished. I, Blaine, will be taking the role of mission control. I am upper management, and it is my job to pass out commendations and citations as needed. When someone, I, when I feel someone has done something good for the mission, I gave the, give them a commendation die that they hold on to and cherish. When someone does something I feel hindered the mission, I give them a citation die at the end of the game, we will roll all of those dice to figure out who gets a promotion and who gets thrown into the pit of infinite pain. Not that any of you are going to get thrown into the pit of infinite pain. You can ignore that part. You're all good. Thank you. You're welcome. For that reassuring reassurance. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. You whip those good and bad. Um, as a note, we do have an X card on the table. It is an index card with an X drawn on it. If anything we say uh, makes someone feel uncomfortable, if you can reach it, you can tap it. Otherwise, just say, let's X that, and we will divert topic. Do we have any X topics that we want to throw out immediately? I don't have any. Do you guys? I don't have any. I don't. No. All right. 
What about you, Ben? Do you have any X topics? Getting punched? Is that a topic? No. Uh, you know what happens literal, if you bring that up? Uh, literal punching uh, or, or like your punched? character being no. punched? Josh, then, no, I know. My character I know can get one. punched. <laughs> fine. I don't mind if my character gets so punched. So we're Xing punching Here, Ben. Here's the thing, Ben. Now you're on my left. Literally in this space. And that means that the other shoulder can get equal love. Uh, you got to even them out. You're on the right side this time. I'm just saying I don't want to get punched physically. Ben Wallace doesn't want to get punched. I'm going to X that. I know I want to X the punching and X your X. We've, we've reached <laughs> an X impasse X here. X. Uh, perhaps like a, a wrestling match with no punching should no, be. No, that's no, fair. No, no, that's that seems too. fair. Uh, the winner of which gets their their whims. While you guys are continuing <laughs> to work on your field reports, I have a sponsor list here of folks to thank. Sponsoring the Headstrong Festival, we have Joe Giuliani Photography. He is the festival photographer. Fireball Printing, who has printed all of the materials for this. Crude Humor Studios, Kevin Gallagher's studio that set all of this up. Steel Empire, David is not there right now, but Steel Empire. Yeah, thanks to you for doing all the sound for this. So let's give a round of applause to them. Yeah, thank you. Don't know where he went, but. Thirsty Dice, who is hosting us. Woohoo, Thirsty Dice Uh, again. Milk Boy, Tattooed Moms, and uh, the Philadelphia Theater which are hosting the other podcasts on South Street. I haven't been a Milk Boy in a minute. Yeah, this is the I'll new South Street location. Yeah, I haven't oh, been there okay. at all. Yeah, we all right. go no, there I've right never after been there. We could. Well, yeah, no, we'll do that. No, wait a I want to stay here wait at Thirsty Dice all <laughs> day long because their yeah, drinks are great. Yeah, you can come, though, Ben. You're allowed to show up. Wow, thank you so much. We also have That's Entertainment, the presenting sponsor. Tellist, also a presenting sponsor. And the Headstrong Foundation, who is the festival partner. They are an amazing organization that raises money to help families fighting cancer, find housing when they come to the city, to find support groups. So please, we have a coffee can right here. Consider donating. We had a $500 goal, which was beat by the time that the festival started. So that's really exciting. Everything we make today is just extra gravy gravy on the biscuits. Yes, um, please do pass this draft beer I would list also down like to me. Uh, Thank you. To take a moment to You're say very that. very welcome, good sir. I am launching this Tuesday, You Are Not Alone, a 1v1 horror podcast. All right, do you all have your field reports done? Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. All right, pass them over to me so I can take a gander. You guys can, uh, can kibitz for a moment while I just take a brief look at these. Great. And then we'll jump in. So uh, things have been pretty sucky ever since... Uh, our God left us, huh? How about that no, one? No, I don't think so. Why would we want a, some sort of sun goddess ruling over a place where we're thieves? Well, the, uh, the, the, wouldn't the it good, be lovely if it was night all the time? That does make sense that you would say that, but all right. The good news is, though, less spiders now. Fewer spiders, actually. Fewer. More well, rashes, I'm, though. I'm, More rashes, fewer spiders. The good news is the coffee is... Uh, sorry. What? I don't know why I'm doing a British accent at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're just copying me, aren't you? <laughs> Sorry, it's for a new con that I'm doing called the, the Pig and the Poke. I got to do a British accent. Can you explain the Pig and the Poke for me, please? Yes, how's I the, put a con pig, work? You assume there's a pig in the back, but there's oh. not a pig in the back. It's a cat in the back. Uh-huh. In fact, I'm thinking about making a phrase about a cat coming out of the bag uh-huh. as sort of nomenclature for the future. Basically, I'm ripping people off, but only the rich. Well, we, are, we are thieves guild, aren't we? Yes. So but specifically, I like targeting. I'm folk. still kind of confused on how the uh, 
Which is pig why I need. Thing works. Can you try to run it he by me? He sticks a pig in the back uh-huh. and then he lies about it. Uh huh. How does he get money out of that? I don't know. Oh, that's what I want to know. Well, they pay for what they think is a pig, but it's uh-huh. actually a cat. Why wouldn't they look in the bag? Because they're idiots. I see. And they're rich, and they assume with this How accent. How do you think they got rich? They're so stupid. Because they were born into wealth. I see. Can we talk about why we all have different accents? That's a great question. I'm from a particular section. North of Esmeralda. Esmeralda. I'm a con man. Northeast, yes. And I'm a con man that switches through accents like I'm forgetting them on a regular basis. (laughs) How you doing over there, Blaine? (laughs) Mission Control? Yes, Mission Control. Have you gone through our reports yet? Oh, I, think I have. I'm going to switch to my normal voice now. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to do a little bit of introductory business, and then we can jump right into the meeting. Indeed. Uh huh. We start on a wide shot of a sprawling mountain range. Oh. Sitting at the foot is a forest made entirely of obsidian stone. Try to figure that one out. You see, on the side of one of the mountains, an altar made of glistening black rock you've listened to any of your other episodes it probably fills you with a sense of unease as well it should but those are stories for other episodes we begin to zoom in not on the forest or the altar but the mountains themselves taking a leisurely trip through the gullies and crags of the mountain range suddenly there's a sound that splits the air Haley what does the thieves guild horn sound like a doorbell. <laughs> the sound of a doorbell rings out. I, I'm sorry. Can you can you help me? Yeah. What kind, what of, doorbell? kind of doorbell are we talking? I'd like to hear this doorbell. I, I like that one. Like a like a Bing Bing. Bing Bing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it more okay. of a like ding, the fantasy ding, elevator ding, ding. has arrived? It's, it's bo- very light and, and airy. All right. Very friendly. Excellent. Cool. As the sound of a doorbell rips through the mountain passes, we move quicker. And suddenly we're at the peak of the tallest mountain. Oh my. Where a city seemingly made of polished silver sits. We zoom through busy city streets, packed full of humans hawking their goods or commuting to another boring day at the office. There's a loud crash. And we zoom even faster to a building at the center of the city. A large building with a spire that seems to travel infinitely up into the sky. There's another crash. And the wall of this building explodes outward. Oh. Revealing a host of mechanical men. Chris, what do these robots look like? They look like giant suits of armor with blue fire licking inside of them and forming slightly humanoid faces underneath. The camera zooms in on a manhole cover and dives into the sewers, flying quickly through the labyrinth of sewer pipes. We pull up short to the entrance of Esmeralda's Thieves' Guild. Josh... What is the logo of the Esmeraldan Thieves Guild? It's a dagger through a pigeon. <laughs> Perfect. I like it. The door creaks open and we step inside. It is Sunday, so everyone else is at home with their families or sleeping in or getting brunch. But here you are, sitting in a cramped meeting room, surrounded by your fellow ne'er-do-wells, waiting to speak with management about your latest mission. Ben. What snacks and beverages does Mission Control provide for this meeting? Oh, the, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't need to do that in, can- or char- in character, I guess. <laughs> there is uh, a giant pile of graham crackers and um, punch. Oh, perfect. To drink. Did you say punch? Oh, God. 
damn it, I did. Uh, yes. Is, you're right. I'm sorry. I forgot I x punching. So uh, instead, there is fizzy water. <laughs> Miraculously fizzy water. No. What is fizzy water? We don't know yet. Fizzy, it's fizzy water. Fizzy water and graham crackers. Yes. This is a crap meeting <laughs> snacks yep. of Do champions. Do we all have tummy aches? We need to work eggs? on our budget. Our snack budget needs some improvement. I'm not. I'm not criticizing. I'm not criticizing what Mission Control provides. I'm just saying it's fizzy water and uh, graham crackers. It's delicious. I think Mission Control has given Thank it you, because Trent. he has an upset tummy, and that is okay. Jacqueline, Silas, Trent, and Hans. Thank you for coming in on Sunday. I know that. You're skipping the company brunch to be here, so I appreciate. Oh, it's that my pleasure to be here. You always all at made the it? service of, of Mission it's, Control. It's we'll, uh, well. we'll try to keep uh, this meeting brief, but we have uh, a number of things to talk about. First, uh, we did get the chalice of Grand Curate MacGuffin the first, and it did vanquish most of the spiders. Huzzah! Uh, so. Good job, mission accomplished. Yeah. Uh, we we did it, and now we are mostly spiderless. Just the normal amount of spiders one finds in, a, in an underground thieves' guild. So for that, uh, you all receive a, uh, a commendation. Lovely. Yay. Wonderful. So our commendation dice are going to be the colored dice. Our citation dice will be the white ones. Chris, if you could pass those around. We do have a couple problems to or opportunities. Talk about yes, a set, you know what, Silas, you get another commendation. Thank I, you. These aren't problems; they are opportunities for growth. Indeed, potentially uh, some of that growth might take place at the bottom of the endless pit of pain, but oh. growth nonetheless. Very well said, Mission Control. <laughs> so, just a reminder. You don't get we have all agreed to the scoundrels agreement. Indeed. Uh-huh. I will read that briefly as we do at the beginning of every meeting. Point the first. All for one. Scars fade, glory lasts a lifetime. If you see the chance for a big score, you take it no matter the cost and no matter who gets hurt. Better dead than a coward. Two, one for all. We're all in this together. We split the risks. We split the profits. Everyone pitches in their share of the work. No one holds back the riches. Three, we steal from the rich. We aren't monsters. We punch up. If they don't deserve it, you don't dish it out. That goes for theft, murder, arson, and anything in between. Four, we keep for ourselves. Know what a thieves guild with an empty purse is? A lousy thieves guild. You spend guild money, you get guild approval. Five, honor among thieves. Rules are what separate us from common crooks. You're a professional. You act like it. Six, snitches get stitches. Loose lip, sink ship, and all that. Uh, If the authorities catch wind, you don't say a word. If your family catches wind, you don't say a word. We're a secret society. Let's keep it that way. Finally, seven, respect the tools of the trade. You bring what you need for the job. You use what you bring on the job. You leave no tool behind on the job. So with that in mind... Let's talk about how you done screwed up. So one of the things that I, I asked you to do on this mission beyond get the, uh, the chalice was to befriend Stan the janitor. Yeah. Stan the janitor, his family has been janitoring the Temple of Helia for generations. Mm. And having him in our pocket would have been fantastic. 
an easy in to the temple. <sighs> so, uh, Stan's dead. Ah. That's Poor Stan you rest in the light of Helia and all that jazz. Si- Silas, uh... Yes, sir. You want to tell me a little bit about about what happened? You mean with Stan? Yeah. Oh, of course. I killed the bastard. <laughs> um, Stan was such a good man. How could you do that? He really wasn't. He was a pedrast. Well, I'm, I'm glad, I guess, that that corroborates <laughs> one of the reports I received. <laughs> Did you say uh, he was a pederast? Yes, of course. Silas oh, killed Stan. Well known of the janitors. That is not there. very wonderful. In are fact, you saying that all janitors are pederasts? No, the cab of the Temple of Helia, though, it's well known. Mission uh, control. I have very oh. wonderful news. I used a little bit of necromancy, and technically, Stan is still walking around. Uh oh. Even though he's slightly undead pederast. That doesn't sound good. But he is still <laughs> in the temple and doing his job. And you might say he's a bit stiff noticed. now, huh? How about no, that? No, we, I wouldn't say that <laughs> at all. So good news. <laughs> I did. I f- I fixed the, the slight bamboozle, and we're covered now. We, we will. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to that that point. Silas, would you would you tell us maybe uh, why why you killed Stan? Oh, well, see, you you see, when when someone's a pederast, their their uh, attention is distracted all the time. Um, and I thought, how much better would it be if he were dead and a ghost, and then we could befriend him that way. What? The problem is if he's a ghost. Yes. I don't think he's the janitor of the temple anymore. Which yeah, but he is still knows we, all the things, doesn't he? I mean, he, but he, we wanted him to be able to like let us into the temple. It not point the way. The so. good news is his undead corpse is still doing his job. He still so, has the keys, right? So, we're, so we're in. Silas, that I have to give you a citation for that. I understand. You know, we wanted him befriended. Uh, not killed and his lungs removed and hung about the yes, temple. Yes, I can see where I've made a mistake <laughs> and confused the issue a bit. You know what? It's pretty um, nice that you're open to like, more on the topic criticism. of Stan. Of course, uh, how is one to grow? Yeah, good point. I, I feel, Hans, like we've talked about this whole necromancy thing. Esmeralda has a necromancer's guild. We don't want to step on their toes. So I have to give you a citation die too because we have warned you time and again we don't deal in zombies. We deal in stealing loot. And zombies are potential loose ends. Like, what if someone comes across this zombie and... I mean, it's pretty obvious he's a zombie. Well, he works around a lot of cleaning supplies, so his stink isn't as obvious. I mean, he won't smell like a zombie, but, you know... He's shambling. Have you actually... I've, ta- I've seen what Silas does to bodies. Uh-oh. Uh, he, he isn't looking good. No, I mean, his lungs have been removed and affixed to a chandelier. Did you actually talk to Stan beforehand? Because I actually befriended him. He wasn't much of a conversation to begin with. There you go, Hans. I really do think you solved this problem. We didn't want. We didn't want conversation. Yeah, thank you, we all for one and one for all and all that, right? Yeah. One for all. That's what I think. I mean, on so one last point in these reports. Yes. Uh-huh. Regarding Stan, Stan the janitor. May he rest in peace. Sort of. Pieces. Pieces. Multiple pieces. He's adjacent. He sold us one spot, Um, his body another. One, I guess, small upside to this. Apparently, Jacqueline befriended his ghost. Yes, I saw it. So that's, I mean... So done. That's something, I mean, again, ghost isn't the janitor doing his job. 
I heard uh, he was still a, there doing his job. I don't understand. Mission control, a, I'd like to make a point. His body a, is still doing the job. He is still... Hans. Uh-oh. He is in the temple of the goddess of light, uh-huh. who hates all undead and views them as an abomination. It's weird. The it's second not, they see a zombie running around sweeping the floors, they're going to blast him into even more pieces. In Hans's defense, in the sort of one-for-all sort of perspective, it's not Hans's fault that there are a bunch of, like, prejudiced bastards. Also, and, if I might make another point, I heard Healy I mean, is gone anyway. So and I'm going to give you a commendation. Thank you. A commendation for that, Silas. It was it was weird. It's like she um, isn't there anymore. Yeah, it's like Healy it's is good, not there a anymore. A good anyway. embodiment of the all-for-one mentality of the Thieves Guild. So again, Jacqueline, let's tell us a little bit about your uh, your dalliance with Stan's ghost. Well, you know, we we both bonded over our mutual interest in truffles. Obviously, I mean. So Stan was a truffle hunter as well. Well, it's very niche. So when you find another person of the community, you really. Bond I knew it was that. a euphemism for something. <laughs> truffle um, hunting. Oh yeah, that's his di- undead body truffle hunting is dirty. Is Let me tell you, I see it done. Well, yep. that's that's uh, great. I mean, his undead body is going to be destroyed by the searing light of Helia soon. But at least you and his ghost can can talk about truffles, and he might be able to impart a little bit of his janitorial wisdom upon us. So I'm going to give you a commendation die for making the best out of a bad situation. Thank you, Mission Control. So let's let's see. Uh, there, there is so much. Yes. That happened. Um, but they say no plan survives a sea engagement. Is that what they say? I believe that's a saying. So next I would like to talk about the throne of the Grand Curate. The throne of the Grand Curate has existed in the Temple of Helia since its erection thousands of years ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> High fives? High fives. Yes. All yeah. around, I think, yes. You're welcome. That was yeah. a gimme. So... Legends. So tell us about this erection. <laughs> Legends of... Uh, tell HR about that joke. That's all I'm going to say. HR's at the brunch. Excellent. Legends around Esmeralda say that so many holy men have sat upon that throne that if a normal person sits upon the throne, they gain some sort of power. And so we asked you to try it, to just, uh, if, you, if you got the chance... Uh, at least one of you park your keister on that throne and uh, see what kind of magic powers you got. We uh, we all have a, a rash now. It's good that HR isn't here because it raises some unseemly questions why every member of the Thieves Guild now has this rash. Uh, good news about that, though. I went to the Gold Bond Alchemy Shop. And I got everybody this ointment you oh, could so spread. Uh, you know, yeah, that's, a, that's a good Teamwork. all for one. Thank There's a commendation die for you, Hans. If anyone needs help, I can help spread it on their body. I was hoping you were going to make it off. No, thank you. Where well, is your rash? Uh, I'll show oh, you okay. after the meeting. Please please make sure you, uh, you do that out of the uh, ever-dutiful gaze of HR. Um, that seems like a potential HR violation. I'm not sure. I haven't read the handbook in a few months. And I'm not sure where spreading powder upon each other's bodies falls. It's okay, Mission Control. It's probably within the... I mean, we're a Thieves Guild, yes? Yeah. <laughs> Keep it. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it, I guess that's an all-for-one kind Indeed. of... Indeed. Or a one-for-all, if you know what I'm saying. No, I don't. What are you <laughs> Would you care to elaborate on that? <laughs> it's uh, one for all trend, of us. That's, trend, all, that's uh, what I'm saying. I don't understand <laughs> it at all. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a very good euphemism. 
It's maybe, no truffle hunting, that's maybe, for sure. <laughs> maybe you should stick with lockpicking and leave the sexual innuendos to, uh, to others. Do. I believe you should make some quick feet out of here. So, uh, so Hans, I have a report here that says apparently your butt fits perfectly in the grooves of the throne of the Grand Curate. What? Somebody stole my butt con? What? Huh? You, you what now? <laughs> my butt you con. Have a, you have a butt What's con? What's a butt con? Well, it's a very elaborate ruse where you swish the cushion seat to make it seem like somebody else sat there. What on earth do you get out of that? Well, it was a money ploy, kind of like the pig in the poke or the cat in the bag. A little bit of uh, the psychic surgery dabbled in there. It was a proof of concept. I had the pillow sitting in my room. I see. With my butt shape in it. But, oddly enough, vanished. Um, in- interesting? <laughs> Man, you're so much smarter than me, I can't figure out how you make money on any of these ruses. I don't think anyone knows how one makes money on the butt con. Or the pick and the poke. Was it? Uh, the pig and the poke at least makes some logical, the logical <laughs> sense. The pig and the poke is a classic. All right. Classic. What I'm most confused about, though, was it not your butt then that was on the seat? I'm confused. Um, uh, what is a, a butt for? What is a butt for? For sitting, silly. <laughs> so I'm gonna, a- I'm gonna turn on my, uh, my magical recorder for this conversation because HR may want to review it because I am about to ask some questions about one of our employees' butts. Hans, uh, so are, yeah. are you claiming that someone uh, made a cast out of your butt? And, uh, no, I'm claiming I made a cast out of my own butt. Okay, and you placed it upon the throne? I'm not saying that, no. Okay, uh, well somehow the knowledge that your butt fits perfectly in the, the throne is... It's out there now. It's slightly disturbing, to be quite honest. Has uh, has anyone? Uh, can anyone corroborate this report? Perhaps. I mean, I it, like I have a very uh, look. When you're an expert thief, one gets a sort of uh, sense about these things, about proportion and size, how one how one fits through a window, and such. So it seems fairly obvious that um, your posterior. Uh, should be able to be measured up quite easily against what's on the throne. And I, I will admit, I can verify that his rather uh, strangely shaped rump um, will uh, fit into the uh, throne perfectly. Now, I will admit, I have been doing um, a lot of Silas, squats. I'm going to have to give you a... Uh, just throwing dice around. Not that one. A citation die, because snitches do get stitches. And you I'm just... simply verifying what you asked me to verify. I don't say I'm, that he uh, sat on the throne. That was a trap. Am I snitching if I say that a bird is a bird? I mean, technically, I guess, yes, if I was asking, <laughs> if the bird was trying to hide that it's a bird, and I was asking you if said bird was a bird. Mission Control, weren't we asked to sit on the throne? So isn't Hans doing his job if he sat on the throne? Yes, I'm I mean, I'm not, I'm not calling that out. I'm just saying that I uh, like someone snitched. that I'm talking about. I'm supporting him. Yeah, he's saying he did the job that was tasked to him. I Can I ask a question? No. Yes. Sure. Does he just get stitches now, or like what happens? No, no. I mean, it's stitches in the form of a citation die. Yeah, I'll, I'll accept um, the citation die in the spirit and I, of I am actually, I am gonna give Jacqueline one too because she was given some sass to mission control. 
Mission Control, I'd like to say... Uh, Thank you for appropriately I, disciplining me, Mission Control. Mission Control, so I'd like to, I'd like to say I never actually said it's I right. didn't I in the seat. I was just trying to shop my new car Hans, out. Hans, did you, did you sit yeah, in the so, seat? Yeah, so no, I did sit in the seat. I was just also right. trying my butt con out. I did. It apparently didn't... <laughs> It's you know, I attended ButtCon last year, <laughs> and it that's just, my favorite it just con. It just didn't hit the crowd like I thought it would. That's fair. Workshop um, it. Workshop so, it. I mean, I don't, it. You I know what, Powers? Can you workshop that with me later? I, I don't think that's a team effort. I Are you going to workshop the ButtCon with him? I don't know. Would Again, rather, well, listen. You please know, we please don't the talk power. about this right upper manager. ask someone to workshop a butt con with you? <laughs> I mean, it sounds kind of like it's bordering on it, at least. I, I think it is. I think I'm being sexually harassed. All right. Oh. I think it's, in fact, Hans, uh, I'm sorry, trying to work as a team. You're, you're getting a citation for, for sexual harassment. <laughs> I mean, if someone volunteers to help you with the butt con, go for it. But I feel like soliciting... Uh, Can I volunteer someone help. else for a butt con? Your only female coworker. <laughs> You're um, a woman? I need so, some more fizzy water, I think. So we're not thrilled about the rash that everyone has, but I did ask you to sit in the throne, so I can't give you a citation for that. Well, I did... Uh, can you give us an ointment for it, or health insurance, so we can get some ointment? <laughs> health insurance. I'd, I'd like to point out, I kind of did that on my own free will. I just got health insurance a month ago. If you guys think you're getting health insurance... Your your years of service away. So let's see. We need. Uh, we have so much to talk about. This fizzy water's making me gassy. Oh, I'm glad I'm not sitting next to you. <laughs> Did you have the, any of the graham crackers? Uh, I. They're a digestive. I did, but I'm starting to regret it. <laughs> I hit the book wonders right, with the so fizzy water. Uh... It's not another con, is it? But everything I do is a con. Oh, I'm a con man. A con person. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about the army of mad robots that are marching through Esmeralda. When we say mad, do we mean angry or insane? Both. Okay. Yes. Uh, they seem very angry, and they are just wantonly smashing everything they see. Um, and, you know, we are a thieves' guild. We are, to some extent, about chaos. Uh, this is a level of chaos that we don't want tied back to us. See, and it also seems to me that like there's going to be a lot of looting going on, and that's like our thing, and now everyone else is going to get the loot. It's true. There is going to be a whole bunch of looting and pillaging in the rubble of shops. I'm going to say immediately that we don't loot and pillage. We punch up. It's true. All right. Have you been looting and pillaging? Nah, I mean, well, I don't that know. That is a good question. Have you... Have you have I been looting and pillaging? Trent, the trickster, have you been looting and pillaging? Well, I've been getting loot, like, out of locks. Like, have, lock have, boxes. You, have you obtained said loot through the act of pillaging? Uh, have you pillaged, I Trent? have not pillaged unless you consider using this little tiny thing here to open a lock. It's the only skill I have. I can't pillage with the extra toe on my left foot. It's, like, too much work. I don't know if that's a, a legitimate excuse. The good news, Mission I'm not going to give you a citation, but you're on thin ice because I think you might be lying to me. It seems like you may have pillaged a little bit. Like it causes me to have this limp. It's like really hard to move quickly, and you got to move quickly when you're pillaging. It's always a limp in refugees. <laughs> I have wonderful news, Mission Control. I have sold much robot insurance to the rich 
and have gotten our coffers filled with all their jewels. All right, Hans, now, that's, granted, a, that's a commendation. That's, uh, granted, we're that's not good going thinking. to back them up. That is stealing from the rich and keeping for ourselves. Although, I mean, we may have to... You know what? I'm also going to give you a citation die because you didn't run this by us. And the problem... Oh, you here's my problem email? with this plan. Selling robot insurance when there aren't mad robots running through the city smashing things is great because that's money for us. Now that there are mad robots running through the city smashing things, we might have to pay out on those insurance oh. claims. Uh, Mission Control, you, 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 I, I apologize for not saying my scheme so clearly. We will never pay them back. All right, well, as long as... as, long it's, as up fr- it's upfront money to us, and they get nothing in return. Okay, excellent. Then, I mean... This, I this feel l- like he's moved a bit east and south from the part of Esmeralda he started in. The, uh, the citation stands because you didn't run it by us first, but the commendation also stands because you made us a bunch of money. So back to... The robots. From what I understand, the robots were part of a trap triggered upon the stealing of the codpiece of Sir Broderick the Svelte. Head of the Paladins, if I can't remember correctly. So, good job on stealing the codpiece. Yes. That will make him look very silly the next time he's out in public. What, not having his codpiece? Yes, not having his codpiece. That was the whole plan. We want him to look... Like a silly buffoon. Um, so we've accomplished that. However, we're a thieves guild. And I feel like being a thieves guild, we probably should have checked for traps before taking said Quite. Cod, cod piece. Indeed. I believe so. Mission control. That is our job to steal things without getting caught. I mean, that is very true. Might I say that it's not... I, I'm a life abolishment technician. Yeah, so it might not fall under your purview. I killed people. I would just like to say that that's what I did. I killed Stan. Yes, you did a very, very good job. Thank you. You know what? I will will give you a commendation for that. You you did what you're you're set out to do. He's very dead. He is. I mean, he's dead. I mean, I'm not thrilled. Not as dead as you can be, but very dead. Uh, Somewhere in between very. So I feel like, again, well, let's start. Part the first of this conversation, uh, Trent. Huh? I have uh, I have it on good authority. Uh huh. That you are the one that removed the codpiece and triggered the trap. Is that so? Did you take the codpiece? What kind of authority do you have it on? An anonymous report. All right. Should uh, I remove the codpiece and trigger the trap? Did you, did you take the codpiece? I don't believe I did actually. Now that you say that. <laughs> you see, it wasn't locked, and that's basically the only thing I do. So why would I have taken it? Because you were ordered to. Personally, I mean, it all of us. Actually, I, the, Trent, the if you remember the mission report we got, the codpiece was locked in a box. Uh, okay, so here's the deal about that, all right? I did take the codpiece, I'll admit it. But I am a lockpicker. I'm not like a trap getter. I don't turn off traps. All right. Wait, well, I mean, isn't it part of... Picking locks to look for traps? Nah, nah. I don't know how to do that. Was I supposed to know how to do that? So look, I do the I'm, one thing I'm good at, which is opening the thing with the thing. I'm going to give you a commendation die for successfully uh, retrieving the codpiece. Thanks, I appreciate that. I am also going to give you a citation die. Uh-huh, I don't understand why. Uh, I'm going to pass those down. Don't get sassy so, with the So we are, uh, it, it is a, an, you know, an all-for-one. We're part of a team. Uh-huh. 
why did you not ask Jacqueline, our safety expert, to maybe check for traps before you unlocked the box and took the codpiece? I know I coordinate with her all the time. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I uh, don't have a good answer for that. I guess it's just a mess up. Well, that's why you got the comment or the citation doc. I appreciate this opportunity to improve myself. Next time, I'll talk to Jackie over there. And you know what? I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna give you another commendation for that. We all make mistakes. I make a lot of them. <laughs> good job. Good job for Don't worry, owning. My friends, we will help you owning your mistake. Time. Speaking of mistakes, I'm gonna shift the conversation slightly and ask Jacqueline, why? Why did you not, when you saw Trent going to take the cod piece? offer to to ply your specialty of safety expertise look stan and i were really hitting it off and i was getting really into talking about truffles and, <laughs> uh-huh. sorry i mean would, I, uh, would you say you were brown nosing is that what you would say i was trying to do one of our other objectives which was be stan's best friend i, w- I was going to say yes the trickster is she was actually doing her job pro. All right. Well, I, I mean, I gave already gave you a commendation for for befriending Stan's ghost. Can um, I just have a clarification unrelated to this particular instance, but as a general yeah, sir, rule, if silence. we see one of our teammates in need, should we not prioritize their need to help them as a team as opposed to the immediate thing that we're doing? It w- it very much so, and that's why I'm also going to give a citation die to Jacqueline. I see. Thanks, uh, thanks again. Okay, it's unrelated to your situation. I would have just like to know for the future for myself how to best support my teammates. I mean, especially in this scenario, like, you know, Stan is dead. It's a ghost that you're, you're it sounds kind of like you were flirting with him. I'm not, uh, what you do in it's your free time. beyond flirting what those truffle hunters do. Uh, truffles are very costly, you know what right? What you do in your free time, do. I'm yes, not on judging. the black market of truffles. Not judging. It's very hard to get um, your hands on the little buggers. But. Just in general, I feel like you probably should have stopped talking to Stan and check for traps, especially because now we have an army of mad robots okay, uh, rampaging. Checking for traps wasn't on our list of things to do. Things to do in the mission were I to mean, become friends with with Stan, which I did. I just I did it. You you did, you did. Again, I, I don't uh, on these mission briefings. I don't I don't put the things that like you're generally responsible for. Yeah, it doesn't say like we, we hired the you box, because you're a safety expert. I killed at least 12 people, and they were not on the list. You killed 12 and people on this mission? Yes, why not? And mission control. I, I must say, that. Keeping I your skill how well shot. you dealt with the sass that was just I did to you. unlock a lot of locks that weren't supposed thank to be you, unlocked. So that much, seems Hans. ill-advised. Hans, we don't suck up. We punch up. I don't like your negative attitude All toward right. the group here, uh, Powers. We've dealt with the, the robots uh-huh. rampaging through the city. Uh, let's, uh dealt with uh, the rash that we all have now. Uh, well, we, well we you don't have health insurance. It, <laughs> um, I did have Hans negotiate a deal on extra gold bond at the gold bond apothecary, so uh, you can at least get a discount there to help deal with whatever... Might I ask why we wouldn't just steal some? Is there a coupon because, code, or is it... Do because, you, do we, can we download that, or... Uh, we'll give you we'll give you a physical coupon. We don't have apps, okay. uh, so to speak. Because the gold bond apothecary is currently suffering, so I wanted to make sure we only punched up. A Not good down. answer. I was simply testing you. Touch, touche. But if their stock the does better on Monday, we can steal. So that just it just depends. They're in that like gray area. So uh, let's let's talk. It's, it's uh, a friend of the family. 
let's talk a little bit about the time you y'all spent on the pinnacle of Helia. Indeed. Quite the view. So I heard I heard the uh, horn go off. Mm. Good job. Um, that will uh, add some notoriety for the other kind of shadier guilds in the city. They know the sound of our horn. They also know the sound of our giant robots rampaging through the city now, too. That's, um, that's good notoriety. So that, that's good uh, that we sounded the horn. I have, uh, I have a report, though, that, that someone may have uh, slandered Helia, the goddess of light, while on the pinnacle. And I mean, let's, uh, I mean we, we worship the spider god, technically, so we have no real love of Helia. But at the same time, uh, probably don't want to, we probably don't want to make Helia angry. It seems like a bad idea. We're not um, supposed to worship Helia? I've been worshiping Helia the whole time over here. Re- really? I've been saying it the whole time during this meeting. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to pass this citation die down your way. Oops. Yeah, Helia is not our god. Uh, I think I must have missed that in my uh, my. Yes, uh, all hell the many spider eye god. Oh, and you know what? There you go, Hans. To... You get a you get a commendation die. For, you have to do uh, some deep soul for, searching, I guess. For being Listen, a good, here, take one of my jar of spiders I have, <laughs> and think about them. I've been wondering about all these spiders everywhere. Ponder, I've ponder the spiders. So, uh, so, so I have a report here. That uh, Hans, yeah. you led the charge, so to speak, up to the top of the spire. Yes. So, you were the first one up there. Indeed. Who, uh, who cursed Helia? Well, you could call it the cursing Helia, or you could be saying, singing his swarming countenance god of spiders praises on the top of Helia's temple as I sounded the horn. I mean, that's fine. Praising the spider god. And I threw a bunch of jars of spiders at people that I saw there. Excellent. Again, I am so glad to hear about your devout worship of the spider god. I'm trying to figure out who... Let me... I I have in my reports here... And I quote, You think you're so high and mighty. Why don't you just bugger off, you great, shiny, spheroid tart? Did you hear someone utter those words, Hans? Well, you would have... It doesn't sound like anybody in the Thieves Guild, though, I will say. (laughs) It kind of does to me. That quote seems very paraphrased, because at the end there, it was also stated, I'm speaking on behalf of our many-eyed god of spiders, and there might have been an expletive or two. I don't really remember. But I felt his eight clawed touch on my shoulder and it was almost like I was speaking uh, for I'm me. new to this spider god thing so I don't know. Do they have claws? I didn't think so. Have you met him? Yes. They're all times. over the place. They're I have a very personal relationship with the spider god. Well, apparently in he inhabited my body and spoke through my lips. So you're saying that you, you told Helia to bugger off but it was the spider god speaking through you. Yes, I was a conduit for his voice. I mean, you realize that I have to give you a citation for this. I mean, I get the, I, the spider god was speaking through you. You couldn't exactly Mi- cite the spider god. Mission uh, control. I mean, none of us, 
Did anyone see the possessing spirit of the spider god come upon Absolutely Hans? Absolutely not. When I was a kid at Helia Camp, people would always be like, oh, Helia's speaking through me, and that's why you should make out with me. People used to say that stuff all the time. Don't believe it. It's a trick. It sounds like a real weird camp. <laughs> what? Helia Camp. I, Helia told me we meant to, we're supposed to get married, so you should make out with me. It's like a, it's like a trick kids do. All that, I, all that I do know is, Mission Control, you asked us to make sure we give tribute to the spider gods. And that was on my mind all night. Well, that's and then all of a sudden, going up to sound the horn, I felt his eight legged touch on me. <laughs> I mean, it is true. Spiders well, I mean, have we, have no, <laughs> we have no way of verifying that you were possessed and didn't just say this of your own volition. It's called faith mission control, and that's what I have. Are you questioning the faith of mission control? It does sound nine, like nine. it. I'm following your orders, mission control. All right. Well, I'm letting you off with a single citation. If you question mission control's faith again. So you're, you're on, you're, you're you're on. The, you are the one who gave me faith mission control. I would say this. You know, there really isn't anyone higher than Helia, is there? The spider god. I mean, I guess in like a... Nah, in I don't a think pure, so. The sun's pretty high. Sort of a like hi- physics. A hi- physics, but also hierarchy. Is there, is there any god that's particularly stronger than here? But she's certainly stronger than us, yes? Yes. That is true. I mean, that would be punching up. You know what? That's good. I'm going to I'm gonna give uh, give Hans a, uh, a commendation Why, for punching up. Thank you, Silas. Mission control. And you know what? I'm going to give... Can I give uh, my commendation to Silas? That was teamwork. Well, I'm going to give him oh. one as well. Because that was good teamwork. Do I get teamwork for handing over the commendation dice? Um, no. <laughs> very selfish of you. <laughs> Although Worth I will say, Silas, I do have a report here that says that you were overheard quietly praying to Diz? Oh, yes. Unquestionably. All right. I mean, I just want to, I don't think I'm going to give you a citation for this, but we are, we are, uh, part of the contract you signed is that your soul belongs to the spider god. Oh, there's no question about it. I love that arachnid deity. But, um, you know, one can't put all one's eggs in one basket. Um, you know, what happens if Helia were to abandon the city entirely and say the whole thing falls to pieces? Mission control. That could never happen. Isn't religious preference more of an HR issue? Uh, not in this case. This is specifically in the contract. All of our souls, even my soul. It seems to me uh, that wait a second. To our so I signed something overlord. saying my soul belongs to the spider god? Yes. Yeah. How did Freshly. I miss that? that was because you're an illiterate. You know, it's not, it's not <laughs> oh, mission control. Yeah. That's right. I forgot to have someone read me the contract when I, I signed gonna, it. Uh, mission control isn't responsible for you not reading the EULA. No, hey, no. Yeah. I remember now. I very specifically was like, eh. I'm no expert in theology, but I will say... No, you're very stupid when it comes to that. That if the spider god is the highest of the dark gods, are we in agreement that no one is greater than the greater arachnid deity? I mean, I don't know. That that is a question of theology. I mean, Diz might be higher in the hierarchy. I I I don't know the spider god is the highest. So Diz, then, is one of his servants. It would have to be. It's true. So is it inappropriate to ask one of the servants of our god to help us? I guess not. Yes, well, that must I mean, be I, don't, I didn't study theology, so I don't... Again, I, don't I am no expert in theology. I'm just saying, you know, be careful. Make sure that most of your praises go to the spider god. Unquestionably, that sticky-legged, web-spinny deity. So, uh, spiders have sticky legs, huh? Of course they do. How do you think they cling to things? I don't know. Never, with, thought, never thought about it before. With their claws? Leg claws. <laughs> 
I'm trying to learn about this new spider thing and since I signed my soul over and I didn't know it. So this is a, a real, uh, we have one last point. We're almost done here. This one's uh, a little bit of an uncomfortable topic for, uh, for me to breach. Uh-oh. Uh, let's talk about- This is the, the safe space mission control. Well, thank you. Thank well, you very much, Silas. Well, let's talk about the, the, the good part of this first. Y'all were asked to, uh, to enter the Chapel of Sin which is supposedly where all of the sins of the clergy of Helia are kept after they're cast off. Shockingly, some of them take the form of a pig in a bag. Or, or uh, a cat in a poke. To start this conversation... Oh, um, that's why people are buying those Jacqueline, pigs. Why don't, what, what did the room look like? Tell us about the Chapel of Sin. The room looked like a two-by-four closet <laughs> with pink walls. Interesting. I didn't... And, and like a frilly little trim made out of Belgian lace. That's I a love Belgian. Real, real weird uh, chapel of sin, but I mean, I, it, it sounds awful. Illusion. So I asked... It's a lovely little section of Esmeralda, you know, Belgium. <laughs> I asked if, if you were able to... It's near the French uh, ...to go in and find the sin of uh, Grand Curate Marcus Marcus VII, the, the current... Grand Curate, because I'm mean, so nice they named him twice. That's right. Because, <laughs> you know, it would probably be good to have some dirt on the current Grand Curate. So uh, we we did get that. And I understand here, Jacqueline, that you are the one that stole that. Maybe. Is that something I want to have taken responsibility for? I mean, it was one of the mission objectives. Yes, yes, totally. Excellent. Well, you're going to get a commendation die. Is it possible that Stan's ghost showed you where it was? I don't think that's possible, no. No. no, no. I don't know why you would think that. <laughs> so, 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 Jacqueline, tell us, what, what is the uh, greatest sin of Grand Curate Marcus Marcus the Seventh? Oh, now we're getting juicy. Am I? Like spider juicy. Spiders are juicy? Did you not drink the coffee last week? I'm confused. There were spiders in it. <laughs> Did you put spiders in the coffee? We Don't were you overrun. just remember a week ago where there were spiders everywhere? Yeah, yeah. They were in everything. Kind of there, you know. Yeah. They were kind of everywhere. You could, those weren't raisins. No, raisins don't have eight legs. Why are we still on this? Uh, so, Jacqueline, what, what was the sin? Uh, there were t- Can you say it slowly, please? No, don't say it slowly at all. Uh, Let's make your violation. Stop it. I'm going to give Trent Perhaps a citation because lips. that definitely sounded like sexual harassment as well. It was. <laughs> I'd like to point out he willingly admitted that to Mission Control. The Grand Curie. Yeah, but he, he's, still, he's still sexually harassed someone, so he's not getting like a commendation for owning up to being a pig. <laughs> In a bag. It's a poke. Sorry, Jacqueline. He's really into Disney movies. That's, that's not a, that that's a, not a sin. Zahara. Yeah, that's that's not a sin. He's one of the worst people on earth. No, not a sin. That is a terrible, terrible sin. Seems I like a normal thing that normal trend. people are into. For, for a grown man. I think seems I like normal grown man. Especially an ordained grown man. Yes, an ordained grown man. Terrifying. Seems like bad. a very normal thing for to, priests to be into to, is Disney movies. <laughs> to be terribly obsessed with Disney movies. Does anybody have mouthwash? I threw up in my mouth a little bit right there. Thank you for retrieving that. We are going to be able to use that. I don't get it. But uh, all right. For so much blackmail. You can't blackmail. So he's proud of it. I'm surprised it was locked in that closet. So that leads me to the part that's kind of awkward. Um, someone in that room 
apparently also stole my greatest suit. Yes. It uh, happened. So what? Uh, this is news to me. So who uh, who did that? No, oh, well, that was entirely me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, bye. I'm gonna give you a citation for that. But I did it so that no one else could That's get hold of it. That's not the citation that I'm in control. I brought it for you. That All right. Well, I will give player. you a. Uh, I will give you a commendation for the thought. Yes. And a citation because now, I mean, now you know my greatest sin. I mean, it's so small. If it's your you greatest be, sin, maybe that's You should too, be proud that. that something so insignificant is your greatest sin. What is it? He cheats at Yahtzee. Oh, that's how you beat me last week. I mean, of a hierarchy of sins, it's so low. I knew nobody rolled Yahtzee that many times I, in one I game. I have to agree with Silas that mission control really doesn't... I mean, this should be something to be well, proud of. You're almost a perfect being, Mission Control. Yes, I, exactly. I know, yeah, but you can't count Yahtzee more than the, the four no, no, times no, no. on you the sheet. No, you shout that from the rooftops. Scream to the spider you god. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give commendations to Hans and Silas for the emotional support they've given me. You're very welcome. Wonderful. Um, and I think I'm gonna give uh, give Trent a citation. Uh huh. Because you haven't been very open and accepting about about this. I already got a citation when I lost to you and Yahtzee unfairly. That was a citation. Well, I mean, now you get another one. So here's the thing. You can't lose to Mission Control unfairly. You can only lose to Mission Control. All right, all right. So that's everything. I feel like we had some, some opportunities for growth here. I discovered I have a new religion, so, so I a lot of opportunities We are, are going to crunch some numbers. We did also, this is something else in your contract that you might not have noticed, but we have implanted you all with uh, recording orbs. So we are able to, uh, to, you know, keep an eye on everything that you did. Uh, so we're going to use the reports you presented, all of the arcane information from these all-seeing orbs. We also may have had some mind flares around to read your mind. But we're going to put that all into our machines, crunch it, and figure out um, who's getting a promotion. It all seems very fair. So uh, what we're going to do is uh, do the end game. Will there be a demotion as well? By demotion, We're going to find out, Jacqueline. It's we are going to find out. Zombified ogres rip you apart. So while he's doing that, can somebody not give me make like rent this month, a little so rundown we, on what my new religion's all about? What do about I have rent. to do about this spider god? Help me out. All right. So the or first not. thing I'm going to have you no. do is roll all of your commendation dice. Oh, snap. I have so many. Indeed, sir. Okay. All right. Rolling, rolling, rolling. All right. So once you have those rolled, set them aside. Uh, yeah. don't, don't mess with their faces or anything. At that point, you're going to roll all of your citation dice. I don't remember which color is which. White, is, red, the colored dice in general are commendations. The white are citations. Okay. Do you need another citation? Uh, I, I have extras if we drop some. We're on we're on a, a ca- couch mostly together. Oh, that that hurts. All right. So now what you are going to do is any of your commendation dice that match any of your citation dice, take them away. Done. I'm doing quite well actually. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. 
gonna be rough. Uh, I'm getting a demotion. <laughs> I actually think it's him. <laughs> I'm gonna get a promotion? Yes, sir. I guess we'll see. All right. I'm gonna pray real hard to that spider thing. So I am going to need yeah. a couple pieces of information from you. The first thing is how many commendation dice you have left and what the highest number is. Chris. I have three commendation dice. The highest is six. All right. And you have two sixes, right? Sorry. Also the number of the highest die. Two sixes. Yeah. Perfect. Haley. I have two highest is six. And one, how many? One six. One six. I have six Drop. dice left and I have two sixes. Wow. Yes. Wow. That is wonderful. And You're going to like the outcome of there, buddy. Promotion all the way. Oh, I got. Uh, I have two dice left. A four and a two. All right. I'd like to name you Olga Chow. These graham crackers are making me thirsty. <laughs> have, have some of the fizzy water. Fizzy vasa. <laughs> you forgot to wash don't, it down don't with your fizzy water. Say that vata. too many times. It'll get us sued. These graham crackers are making me thirsty. Drink this fizzy water, man. It's what it's here for. Look, people with cameras have shown up. All right. What? The, the results have come in. Uh, I didn't wear my face. Trent, you... Oh, that's uh, me. Hey, what's up? You have proven through all of this that your reckless actions, inability to read <laughs> at all, apparently. Uh-huh. Well, and your worship of our <laughs> antithesis god for most of your life. Yeah, it's true. Can't argue um, with that. Has, has made you a liability. It does seem that way, yes. So, um... I need you to stand up for me. Uh, like, okay. You don't have to in real life. This is uh, in well, game. I'm just making sure. Right, you in know, the world in of your mind. Oh, okay, hold on. Ready? Now I'm standing. All right, take take two steps to your left. All right, two steps to my left. All right. Uh, and I'm sure. going to press this button to send you into the uh, infinite pit of pain for all eternity. Uh, no, wait. No. Oh! Don't forget to cha-cha Think real smooth now. Think about no religion now. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's like she's gone for some reason. <laughs> All right. Oops. Jacqueline. Mm. I you think you're going to stay seated for this one. You did all right. You didn't do great. We have some, some questions about maybe why you weren't checking for traps. But you're free to go. Go enjoy the, uh, the company brunch. Oh, great. Thank you. Oh, save me one of those Belgian waffles. I'll get you a Struzel, Hans. Oh, ooh, a schnitzel. Hans? Or they're called here hot dogs. Hans. Yeah. Congratulations, you get a promotion. Oh, this uh, is wonderful. A, a corner office. You're going to be team lead on any future missions you take. Excellent. Um, and you're free You're free to go to brunch as well. Oh, wait for me, Jacqueline. And, uh, and Silas, that leaves you. Yes, it does. I imagine um, you're potentially a little bit disappointed that Hans got the promotion. Not at all. I'm all for his promotion. But that is an excellent job. That is because you... You, Silas, did so exceptionally well. I feel like I'm going to be punished for it. Uh, that you have been deemed uh, too important for trivial missions like this. Yes, sir. So what we're going to do uh, is we're going to take you up in a hot air balloon. Yes. We've, we've had reports that the Lord of Ashes, a, uh, a warlord from north of the mountains, is marching towards Esmeralda, and we need more information. Uh, so we're going to take you in a hot air balloon. We're going to yeah. fly you over the Lord's uh, army. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to drop you out of the hot air balloon. Yes. You're going to land behind enemy lines. Indeed. You're going to, by yourself, alone. Yes. Infiltrate the army and try to get information without being caught. Because I've heard that the Lord of Ashes, when he catches spies, flays the skin from their body and turns them into a kite for his amusement. Lovely. I, it sounds like you and I actually have quite a bit in common. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so don't get caught. I won't. Um we're going to take you for, for six months of infiltration training. Yes. And then uh, we're going to drop you off. This sounds exciting. So uh, congratulations. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you to uh, Benjamin, Joshua, Haley, and Chris for playing. Thank you to Thirsty Dice for hosting us. Woo, Thirsty uh, Dice. Thank you to David for running our sound. Yeah. Big D. Thank you to Kevin for setting this all up. Yay, thanks, Kevin. Uh, and thank you to all of you for coming out and listening. Thank you to everyone who has donated to Headstrong. We have been refugees of Esmeralda. Yay. Woo. I know Woo. the name of my own podcast. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Put your hands together for them. Refugees of Esmeralda. Thanks, guys. Good job. Thank you to Haley, Ben, Joshua, and Chris for playing Mission Accomplished. Thank you to Jeff Stormer for letting us use his incredible game at the live show. Thank you to Kevin Gallagher, the rest of the Everything is Awesome family, the Headstrong Foundation, and Thirsty Dice for making this live show possible. And an extra special thank you to David Steele for running sound and making us sound way better than we had any right to. Check out A Quest for Magic and Steel, where David plays 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons with his family. Our theme song is Everybody Knows My Name by Harley Poe. Thank you to Joe Whiteford for letting us use it. Join me on July 4th when I sit down with Chris Zumsky to play Marie Anger's Casketland. Until then, remember that you are strong, you are beautiful, and you are not alone. (laughs) 